Greetings and welcome to this latest episode of the Women of Rock. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly. Hi, I'm Tammy. Hey, and our channel is all about the goings on in the rock world and our favorite rock musicians. So remember to subscribe, like, and hit that notifications button so you don't miss a single thing. So, you know, this is going to be our third from the ground reporting of a big tour festival that's been happening. I'm going to hand it over to Tammy T. Tammy, I heard that nature dealt a cruel blow to cruel world. Tell us what happened. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I attended cruel world on Saturday, let's see, May 20th, 2023. And uh, it was interesting. It was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. Obviously, there was a total weather thing that happened, and I'll talk about that. But first of all, when I booked the tickets for cruel world, there, this is the second festival. Last year was postponed. It actually was postponed from 2000, I think, night or 2020 for obvious reasons. I had tickets to that. I couldn't make it last year. So I've been looking forward to Cruel World since literally 2020. And in my mind, I thought that it was going to be more 80s, like Gen X kind of 80s, like cool Gen X 80s. And what I found is that it was more, it was a lot more goth than I expected. And so I'll talk a little bit more about that. I'll walk you through the whole process. I'll walk you through my whole experience. <laughs> Please do, because you, Tammy and, was sending and, me pictures. And I did wear my cruel world goth outfit <laughs> just to commemorate, you know, the experience. But, but it was way more goth than me. I think I had, I sent Kimberly a, a text Late in the day, first of all, self-service was shit. So it's almost impossible to get through anywhere. And that became a problem later as well. Get 5G but people. I, I sent Kimberly a text and it said, I'm in a sea of God. <laughs> and that's really what it felt like. A sea of, I get, I think the attendance was, I've heard numbers of around 37,000. Oh, it wow. Seemed like more. It honestly, it was, I think the venue, so the venue, it was at the Brookside park which is right next to the rose bowl in pasadena so it's a big giant park that they set up three different stages i read somewhere that it was the size of four football fields to get from one stage to another i believe it it was a lot of walking i was prepared for walking i was not prepared for the heat and it wasn't really even that hot but when you're in a sea of everyone wearing all black in the sun, when it's 79, it gets hot. Things heated up so, fast, huh? Yeah, you heat up fast. There was, it's almost like there was two cruel worlds going on. There was the cruel world, which I saw most of the goth cruel world. I was looking for the Gen X cruel world, but somehow I got mixed in with the goth world. I think because of the choice of bands that I saw and where I was standing and that sort of thing. But it, it was really overwhelming. So let me start from the beginning. It took, the gates opened at noon. It took me, I started driving to the venue about, I think it was around 12. First of all, I flew in that morning. So I flew in that morning to Burbank, ran a car. Went straight to the venue, sat in traffic for an hour to get parking into the venue, which was just in this grassy area. Looked like a golf course and uh, right next to the venue. Got into the venue. 
proceeded to get my water, get my bearings, what was where are the stages, what time, I had the map and the set list times and everything. But it was really a lot more than I than I anticipated. I forgot, you know, it's been a few years since I've been to a festival and <laughs> I forgot the amount of stamina that it takes to endure a festival. You have to train like you're training for a marathon to go to these things. Yeah, you really have to pace yourself. And you're dealing with elements, you're dealing with heat, you're dealing with crowds of people, tons of people. So I also bought a general admission ticket, and which I'll probably never do again. I would mm -hmm. not go without an upgraded VIP and clubhouse tickets where you have more, I think, more exclusive areas, but you just have like shorter food lines, shorter merch line, you know, all of that stuff and, you know, dedicated area. I'm too damn old for general admission. I anything with AC? The pandemic. But damn, I got old because <laughs> I was dying, like dying, and I I wasn't the only one either. So anyway, there, so there were two cruel worlds from what I saw: the goth cruel world and the goth cruel world was a lot of young goths, which mm -hmm. really surprised me. And I learned later that there were a lot of goth bands that were playing throughout the day that were newer bands that attracted that younger crowd. Interesting. So I didn't expect that. I just expected everybody to be old like me and hobbling around. I didn't expect the goth fashion show. And I mean goth fashion show. It was like Coachella for goths. Cruel World is the Coachella for goths. I'm not even kidding. Like the outfits. And I was like, this is what I was wearing with like, you know, fish. Love that. I was gonna do my Wednesday. I was, this is a nod to Wednesday Adams. So I was gonna wear, I have some really cool Wednesday shoes that I was gonna wear. But I, when I saw the lineup that got released a few days before the festival, I realized that I was gonna be doing a lot of hiking back and forth. And so I went and bought some comfy sketchers. Hey, if Susie can wear comfy shoes on stage, so can I. There was a meme going around about that. I'm like, oh, man, Susie's wearing skit. Well, she's wearing, you know, Steve McQueen or something. But I'm like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the black sketchers. I'm so glad I did. Comfort Thank is the new sexy, by the way. <clears throat> what is? Comfort is the new sexy, by the way. Thanks. No way. I would have been dying. I mean, I was dying as it was. But so then there's the Gen X cruel world. But I just, I guess it was the bands that I went to see. I didn't see a lot of the Gen X. And, and again, now that I know the lay of the land from being there once and where maybe the Gen Xers were versus the younger clocks. <laughs> Now I sort of know, I didn't know, quite honestly, I was just dealing with, okay, you know, the heat, mm -hmm. the heat and the sheer stamina of walking and very little shade. Where can I sit down? And by sit down, I mean ass on grass. You're sitting up the trail. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go find a seat. No, <laughs> there are a few tented areas, but they were packed and I'm like, really want to go sit on a picnic table underneath i just it just didn't really so i chose grass i'm not sure it was the right choice because my back and my legs and my feet 
hurts so bad by the end of the day, but it is what it is. So next time, this is my last general session or general session. You can tell I'm a former event planner. My last general admission to any kind of festival, I will forever now be going VIP or smaller or something after mm. that. My, my body can't handle it anymore. I'm sad to say my mind wanted to. I really did. And I really thought I could, but it was a rude awakening. And did and I guess another note is you'll remember to pack that that Ben Gay the next time you go to something you can massage on your muscles. It wouldn't even have mattered because it was more like bone tired, you know, like mm. just my back was like, yeah, no, we're not walking anymore. We're you're gonna need to sit for a while. Or, and I know I wasn't the only one, but still, it was a rude awakening. It was a it was kind of a bummer. It's a cruel world earned its namesake I, it was a little okay. bit of a cool <laughs> why the name crew world yes. by the way yes and it's funny. so let me jump to the obvious event that happened and that it got shut down early so first of all there okay this was during this is toward the end of the festival it was during iggy pop it was dark it started to thunder and lightning not a lot of people saw the lightning i saw the lightning because I was sitting on the ground, far back. I couldn't make it to the front of Iggy Pop. I just was too damn tired. I'm like, I've seen Iggy Pop before, and I love Iggy Pop. But I just, I couldn't do it. I'm like, there's no way. I was up there in front for Gary Newman and some other bands. But by the time Iggy Pop came around at, I don't know, 9 o'clock, 8.30, 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, I couldn't do it. I'm like, there's because I would have had to fight. Once you get up front, then there's a moment where you're like, um, I need to get out of here. And you turn around and there's 20,000 people behind you that you have to kind of whittle through. Yeah. And, and so there's a little bit of a panic of like, uh, can I get out of here? So I knew I wasn't going to be able to stand for a long time during Iggy. So I'm just like, I'm just going to have to sit. And so he was only into a few songs and I heard this. Oh, this kind of, and I was like, what happened? And I looked over and there were a few people filming the sky. I'm like, what the hell? And then I, and then I saw the lightning and I was like, oh, and right then the sound cut out for Iggy. Like the sound just cut out. And I was like, oh shit, they're going to shut this down. And ever, nobody noticed that. I don't know. I don't know if anyone was in denial just didn't want or a lot of people didn't see the lightning because if you were up close you were watching the band it was off in the distance of course mm -hmm. you didn't see it right then i got up i started walking to the exit i'm like fuck this <laughs> Fifty thousand people are gonna be heading for they're gonna you know i just knew i just knew so i started limping my way toward the exit <laughs> which was good two miles away with so, your walker I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom first in the real bathrooms, not the freaking porta potty. I'm going to go to the real bathrooms on the way out and I'm going to get the hell out of here. So that's exactly what happened. I started, I started wheeling, limping my way out and Human League was playing. Um, and I'll get to the bands and the set times and everything because that was a whole other cluster, but <laughs> for me, but Human League was playing and I really wanted to see them, but I love Iggy. I had to make a choice. I went to see Iggy. As I was going out, I thought, Human League is by the exit, and I can't really f remember where the exit is because it's so freaking dark and there's no lights. So I'm limping my way back 
past Human League. Human League is still playing. Iggy has cut out. I can already hear by now that they've stopped Iggy. And I just kept going. I'm just like, oh, there's Human League. Okay, I heard they're doing great. Okay, I just went right past them, went to the nearest bathroom. And by the time I got out of the bathroom, there were just lines of people leaving. And I was like, oh, shit. So I, so fortunately, because I got there so early, and by early, I mean, by the time I got parked, it was about 1.30. So my car was really close to the exit. Somehow, miraculously, I was in section F or something, and there was an exit right there. You know, I just exited right out. I took photos where my car was so I could find my way back and got in, got the hell out of there before anybody, like before the majority of the people did. So I was really lucky. Like I knew, I just knew when that sound cut out and people thought it was like, oh, I think even Amy thought, oh, like something's wrong with the sound. They were cutting the sound because the fire marshal was shutting down the vessel because of the lightning. So... Thank God I wasn't in the front for Iggy because that would have, I forget it. I would have mm-hmm. never gotten out of there. Crazy. It's like, Iggy, I love you, but I'm not going to get struck by lightning <laughs> over oh, you. People didn't know. No right. one was going on. And the announcement, you couldn't hear the announcement. I read online someone, someone said, it sounded like they had a kid on the PA. Barely hear them that said, oh, the festival or something. And so nobody paid attention because you couldn't hear it. Yeah. And no, nobody knew. But I knew. I don't know. I don't know how I knew. But I just knew. Oh, they're going to shut this shit down. I got to get out of here. Thank God. Because I heard, I read stories of people. First of all, thank God I drove. Because getting an Uber, forget it. <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. I guess, one Uber in the area. And you had no cell service. There was no service. So how are you going to call, get an Uber when you can't get internet there? And 20,000 people trying to get an Uber at the same time or whatever. They had shuttles. I don't know what happened with the shuttles. but And then the parking lot was so dark, unmarked, no rhyme or reason. People were wandering around just even trying to find their car for hours. I read some guy, like Google Maps how do I get out of here? Basically just walking. I think he was trying to get an Uber, couldn't get an Uber, started walking and walked over some mountain. What? <laughs> so because it's in an area, there's nothing, you know, that's it's there's nothing close by in there. You gotta walk a couple miles to get to any main street or anything. So I read somebody could, you know, like map quested, you know, how do I walk out of here? And it walked him up a mountain and then he got to the top of a mountain. It was fenced off. So he had to turn around and walk back in the dark. Like there's horror stories about people trying to get out there. And I can't, I don't know. I'm sure it took at least two hours to get, at least two hours to get out of there for mm-hmm. a lot of people. So I was very happy that I got out right away. And by then I was like, I, I just made it to my hotel limped into the lobby, grabbed my key, and went to my room and just, like, immediately took a shower and went to bed. I was just, well, I mean, I couldn't fall asleep. I was still wired. But still, I was just like, I cannot stand or walk any longer. Like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Little did I know that Shirley Manson from Garbage, who I love, was staying at the same hotel, and she was in the lobby having a drink, but I didn't know. Because I was too damn tired. 
and went to my room. I didn't know until the next day I saw her Insta stories and she was posting photos of herself at like the lame hotel bar because the hotel was under construction, under renovation, under construction. I'm like, oh man, for a hotel. I got a drink with Shirley Manson. But who knew? You could have maybe asked her to rub some Bengay on you. I mean, you could have talked about the whole thing crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah. So then I think at three in the morning, they sent out a a message over the app that said, we're going to reschedule to Sunday. And so this gets a lot of mixed reaction, but they rescheduled Susie, Gary Newman, and Iggy for Sunday. So Gary Newman, I think six o'clock, I don't know, whatever, you know, staggered each and, and an extended time for Susie. I had no idea how they pulled that off. Honestly, as a former event planner, that's a ton of logistics to get all of the crew back, not only the artists, but all of the crew back. And then they had some. I think concessions, not full concessions, but some concessions. They sent everybody's ticket back to them. They said, use your parking's free, use your same ticket. But a lot of people like myself were flying out Sunday morning, so they couldn't make it. So then they sent out a message later Sunday afternoon that said, for those of you that can't make it, you can email us and request a partial refund and so I thought that was above and beyond. Festivals mm. or concerts on the East Coast of Florida get shut down all the time. And I think it's, sorry, you're SOL. So I, I've never heard of anybody doing this. A lot of people were blaming Golden Voice and Cruel World for shutting it down, but it wasn't them. It was the fire department. There's nothing they could do. So it was the Pasadena Fire Department that shut down. And I don't blame them. I'm in Arizona and... There, the week before, we had horrific storms here, like monsoon storms that we usually have in maybe August timeframe, but they were last week and they, those blew in so fast and like thunder, lightning, the whole thing. So I understand like how brutal those quick storms can be. And I'm sure a lot of people do too. But if you're from California, you're like, what the hell? And then it didn't rain. So on top, right. so. To make it worse, a lot of people didn't see the lightning. They were mad. A lot of people came in to see Susie. She had performed in 15 years, and this was the only North American date that she was doing. And so, understandably, people were just livid. And But what do you do? I don't... You can't predict that kind of weather. I did see on the app earlier in the day that there was some thunderstorms and stuff, but it just, it blew in really fast. And I know from being here that sometimes those storms blow in so fast and they're intense. And if you're in anywhere around that electrical, that stage, all those things are lightning rods. All totally. That, you know? So I understand it sucks, but here. So as I was making my way toward the exit, hobbling my way toward the exit, I was thinking, maybe they shouldn't name it Cruel World. <laughs> like, if you're going to name, if you're going to put the energy out there that this is the Cruel World <laughs> Festival, don't be surprised if shit goes sideways because that is just the nature of it. Like, the, and even like before all of this happened, the vibe of this festival is, is dark and brooding. It's, it's goth, so it's despair, that kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's joy, 
but it's also despair. So, hey, maybe let's name it, I don't know, <laughs> happy world. That would never happen. But but point being, just I'm like, this is so ironic. Or maybe not. Maybe you know, not. Festival has been postponed a number of times from 2020. What is something happened last year? That I don't even remember. And then they were saying the lightning thing this year and people are making comments online. What's going to happen next year? You know, just welcome the locusts. Like, <laughs> see what happens next year. So it was not fun in the moment. And again, a lot of people were upset, but you got to kind of laugh. Dang. <laughs> what are the odds? I don't know. No, and it's interesting because you sent me, I think it was the IG feed and I was looking and it seemed like it was split. You had people that were like, well, I mean, what are we going to do? Get struck by lightning and then everyone's right. running around in a panic. Everyone's doing the best they can versus people that are like, oh my God, I came to Sue Susie and she's, you know, it's been 30 years. So I kind of understood. And then you had people that were claiming it was all made up and it wasn't weather. They were like these oh, weird right. conspiracies and stuff. It's like, calm down. Where all of humanity comes in. You know, you've got the conspiracy theorists, and then you've got some people, there was somebody that posted, I'm on a few different cruel world attendee Facebook groups, right? And then you have somebody posting, I'm going to file a class action lawsuit. <laughs> like, are you serious? So then you just start to run the gamut of people's experiences and how they view the world. Mm -hmm. All in one goth melting pot. <laughs> Goth world meets cruel world, and here you go, locusts and lightning. Come on, what it? But let's face it, it gives you some great stories, everybody. It definitely wasn't. It wasn't uninteresting, right? But the bummer was too. Even if I could have stayed for Susie and Aggie the next day, I was so tired. Okay, so we had goth world meets cruel world. Lightning striking, locusts falling. What a crazy festival, huh? It yeah, it was yeah. It was much different than I expected. Yeah, what did you expect, by the way? Did you have an idea? If you remember, what did you think was going to, what were you anticipating? Like I said, I didn't think it was going to be as goth as it was. I was really surprised to see how many young goth people there were and, and how many goth people in general. I just thought it would be more adult Gen X. I, I didn't expect as many young people. It's not a bad thing. It's great that they attracted, so. who knew? There were so right. many young goths. But it, it's great, but I, it just, I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I mean, some of the, the pictures of the people, it was like, just to go and people watch seemed like that would have been interesting in, in, in its own right, just to check people yeah. out in their outfits. And for me, it was, a, it was, I hate to say it, but it was distracting. Like, I'm there for the music. I'm not there for Coachella of goth. I'm, I like, I want to have fun. I dressed up. I want to have fun. But I'm there hyper-focused on the bands I want to see. There were so many bands and so much music. So for me, it was, it was a bit distracting. Like, wow, people are going all out. And I kept thinking, is this how they dress every day? <laughs> it probably isn't. Maybe right. it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking, I wonder what they work. I wonder what kind of work they do. I wonder if I did. It was really, it was quite a show. Yeah. That's like a perfect segue to get into. Like, what bands played at Gothcello? Who was there? God. <laughs> what was happening? That's terrible. <laughs> okay, that's probably going to be the, the title of this episode, Gothcello. Gothcello. So, oh, my gosh. So, 
Well, I'll just run down like some of the bands that I saw, some of the bands I wanted to see, and I, everything in between. So when I first got there, 80s band Animotion was one of the first bands playing. They were, uh, they were okay. I, I knew one of their songs. I don't know how much they've played in recent years. It was okay. That, and it was early in the day, right after them in this, in a stage nearby was Berlin and Berlin was playing in place of the motels who canceled last minute. I'm not sure why. Berlin put on a great show. I didn't go to that stage. Again, I was all about maximizing energy and walking <laughs> at that point, even early on. So I could see Berlin from where I was sitting ass on grass, but I didn't walk up to the stage. And they were phenomenal. Like they, <laughs> Terry Nunn, they're still touring. She looks great. She sounds great. She was so excited. I saw somewhere online, somebody said, the most enthusiastic goes to, to Berlin, the most <laughs> enthusiastic performance. And it was. She was great. And people loved it. Now, my question um, is, did she have that signature hairdo? Did she, is she still rocking that hairdo? She had pigtails, and one was black, and one was blonde. I one fantastic. It. She looked great. She looked great. Then there were... Oh, I didn't talk about the merch line. So in between, I was there to see Gary Newman. Flat out. Like, I, I was there to see a lot of bands, but the performer that I was not going to miss was Gary Newman. I missed his tour last year. I couldn't get to any of the dates. And so when I saw he was performing at Cruel World, I just, that was it. I had to see Gary Newman. So Gary Newman was playing at 535, and there were a few bands playing in between I, that I, I could catch or not. And I thought, maybe this is a good time to wait in the merch line. I waited for 45 minutes in the merch line and barely moved. I had to bail so I wouldn't miss Gary Newman. And I heard reports later that the merch line was two hours. People stood in line for two hours or more for merch. Wow. I'm not in line for a sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. But so that was a bummer. That was one of those things where if there were two improvements of the festival, one was Get the merge shit together because it is a who wants to wait in line? I saw people saying that they waited in line and missed two bands. I would never miss a band to, I don't blame you Just them. get a t shirt. But god damn, no way. So that that's off. Get some more merch. There's demand for it. Get some more merch tables, whatever. So that's my rant on that. The other was the parking lot. The parking lot was a disaster. And because of the emergency, this was not even, this was an emergency. They put up, the, um, this is an emergency, make your way toward the exit. I was already long by this. But let's, God forbid, there's a shooting or something. That's the world we live in now. That was a shit show to get out of there. Moving forward, and I, I think they realize that. They're, I don't know if it's the city of Pasadena. I don't know if it's Cruel World. I don't know if it's both, but there is one road going in and out of there like around but the parking lot was a nightmare places were not lit that well you couldn't see you could in the festival you couldn't see the bathrooms weren't lit at night there was a lot of safety issues and they're lucky that people that this wasn't a real emergency and that storm didn't blow in or work and even security getting in they had a metal detector but they weren't checking anybody's bags or anything like that so 
security is a real issue that they really need to address for next year. So anyway, that's my two cents. So on my way, after standing in line, sweating to death, trying to get fucking t-shirt, which I never got, I went to Gary Newman. I made my way over empty-handed my way over to, to Gary Newman and and got up pretty close and he was phenomenal so different than I expected this is this is not 80s tribute Gary Newman he's been performing long since then and he has changed his sound to more of an industrial very more of a heavy industrial sound and the people that were there were Gary Newman fans and tons I mean there was a sea of people watching Gary Newman. His show was very theatrical. He was fantastic. He's 65 years old and quite agile, might I add. Doing wow. like these squats and all. I'm just like, how does he doing that? Phenomenal performance, which is strange. Some people online were commenting that he was lip syncing. I'm like, I don't see it. I wasn't pretty close. I don't see it. But I think there was a lag from what you were seeing on the screen if you were seeing him from far away there was a lag from what's showing on the screen and what you're hearing there was a slight delay so i think that's why people were saying that he was maybe he had a backing track a lot of artists do that's not a big deal yeah he was not lip syncing i don't know why people are saying that he was phenomenal i don't know anyway maybe i'm biased because i'm a gary newman fan but i thought it was amazing and what was really cool too was I saw his wife on the side of the stage filming him. I'm like, there's Japanese wife. Like I'm and then at the very end, his three daughters went to the side of the stage and were watching him. And and he like pointed to them and, and not during his performance, not to the crowd, but you could see like he was just like waving. Cause this was his last performance. This was it for his Oh tour. wow. So for the U.S. anyway, and at the end of this, the Intruder tour. So this was the last date. So it was really cool. I'm really glad I got to see him. Excellent. I know that you're a huge fan. We've talked about him on other episodes. So I'm so happy you had a chance to see him without uh, in- yeah. interruptions and everything. Yeah, I did. We did post a clip of one of his songs, Metal, on our channel. So you can see that below, but to get a glimpse of it. But he was great. Band, phenomenal. Like, just great show. Yeah, and you wanted to comment on that because the clips that you put up, it looks visually and just um, production-wise, it looked like a really great production. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Production-wise, fantastic. Just the tour must have been amazing because it was so theatrical and performance-wise, production-wise. Yeah, really cool. And then he sounded great. Awesome. But I know that one thing that you mentioned that made it difficult for you to see everybody you wanted, they had staggered performances, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they do that for a reason to maybe, I don't know, maybe separate people because not all 37,000, 50,000, whatever can go, can fit, can go see one. So you have to make a choice. So I'd make a lot of uncomfortable choices, which suck. In in fact, and the festival was really crowded. That was the other thing that I didn't expect. It was really crowded, almost like... There's too many people here crowded in for this space. That's how it felt to me. I've seen a few other people online that's maybe that's normal. Maybe I'm getting old and but it just it the whole thing to me was just like, I don't know about this venue. I'm not so sure. Last year the festival was two days because they had such demand. So they had the exact same show two days in a row, which would be 
amazing because, and then just split the crowd, you know, like right. not have as big of a crowd, sell it for two days. And then that way it's more manageable because if it were two days, I would have just stayed at one stage and mm. watched all the artists that I want to on that stage. And then the next day I would have gone back to the other two stages that were closer together to see all the eighties bands. So mm-hmm. like the main stage was, I guess, more goth, I guess. And Susie was headlining the main stage, Iggy, Susie, Gary Newman. And then there were a number of goth, newer goth bands before that, that I didn't know, like a lot of goth industrial kind of electronic music before that. And then over at the other two stages were a lot of the eighties bands. Oh, I almost forgot. I forgot to write them down, but they were so good. One of the first bands I saw was the Vapors. Oh, wow. An 80s, I think even late 70s and 80s band. And they were phenomenal. Like they were so good. I loved the Vapors. They were on after Animotion. They were great. And so. Did I sing that song? I'm turning Japanese. It might think. Okay. Yes, that's them. Oh, got it. And then when I went to wait in the merch line, I could still see that stage and still hear and Gang of Four play and gang of four is the band that 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 had the song i love a man in uniform oh yeah (laughs) i love that song they were phenomenal and they were very i think a very political band and about against capitalism and things and they were phenomenal i was like everybody was literally like whoa look at gang of four everybody was talking about gang of four they were so good so I would check them out in a small club. I would see them in a heartbeat. I bet they are crazy good in a small club. They were crazy good at Gothcella, but in a small in a smaller club. I almost said Coachella. They, but they were. I would I would see them in a heartbeat. So they were really good. Awesome. But I was taking my way to Gary Newman, so I had to go. They had two stages close together, pretty close together, and they had a lot of the '80s bands there, but. I had to go to the main stage to get to Gary Newman, and I knew I was probably going to be parked there for a while and going to miss the other band. So I did miss... Oh, Adam Matt can't... I really wanted to see Adam Matt. He canceled his whole North America tour, actually, just a few days before Cruel World. Do you know why? They haven't given a reason. I know he struggled with a lot of health and mental health issues, so I I don't know what the reason is. I I hope he's okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, and in his place was Squeeze, which oh, I didn't wow. see because I was over seeing, trying to get to Gary Newman's, but I heard Squeeze was amazing. Squeeze wow. is now on tour with the Psychedelic Furs. So that would be a show I would go check out. Um, I heard that Squeeze was phenomenal. Oh, Never wow. Them, love, so love them. Love them. ABC, I really wanted to see. Martin Fry, I heard ABC was spectacular. I saw some clips online. Didn't get to see them. They were too far away. I was a Gary Newman and Love and Rocket. So that's what I had to choose. So after Gary Newman was Love and Rockets. And there was no way I was missing Love and Rockets because this was their first performance in 15 years. And I stood right at the beginning of Love and Rockets. I thought maybe, maybe I'll catch half of Love and Rockets and then maybe try to get over to ABC. But Love and Rockets was so stunning. I couldn't take my eyes off it. I couldn't leave. So they were so good. And I posted a clip of one of their songs as well on our channel. So check that out. Their show, 
they just them they like that was the first show of the day where i was just like whoa rock stars man they were like daniel was wearing this red glittery jacket and they the lighting was just perfect on it they must have had a spotlight on it it was just like glittery and the production and the stage show and they were just mesmerizing so love and rockets was phenomenal i'm so glad i got to see them but i had to miss abc to see them i had to miss squeeze to see them so it's a bummer i really wish it was two days because even if i were a young goth and able to like literally sprint back and forth between the shows you still had they were overlapping too much you still you either choose to see all the bands for a couple of minutes to try to get in as many as possible or the ones you really want to see and not get to see the others try to catch them on tour so it's like a sample that that's what i used to love about festivals is you got to see shorter sets of so many different artists but the way that cool world was staggered there was too much overlap. Mm. At least years ago when I went to Coachella, years and years, I'm talking like 2007, at least the o- the overlap wasn't bad. Like you could walk, okay, I'm going to go see Squeeze, but they end about five minutes before Gary Newman's. So you could really see, they staggered them well enough to where you could make it back and forth. Mm. They didn't do that at Cruel World. They overlap too much. I don't know. I don't know why. And I feel like it's a capacity issue mm-hmm. because I don't, you know, so, so then from there, Billy Idol was playing and right after Lemon Rockets, sprint it. Well, <laughs> sprint is a strong word. I, again, was able to walk. Moved with intention. At that point still, it was hurting, but I was still able to walk. And I made it over to the tail end of Billy Idol. And there was a sea of Gen X people at Billy Idol. Uh-huh. And they were happy as fuck to see Billy Idol. Like they were, it, I, I walked up and immediately I was like, whoa. Oh. Like the energy was, everybody was so happy. And remember, this was goth festival, <laughs> more or less. So it was great to, and I was looking around, oh, here's where all the old people are. Ooh, <laughs> So I couldn't even get remotely close to Billy. Like to, and by that time it was dark, so you couldn't see, you couldn't really navigate around too much. But there were so many people seeing Billy Idol. I'm like, oh, I can't even get anywhere near the stage. No, not even remotely. Like, I was a football field away, I think. But he was doing phenomenal. Steve Stevens was killing it mm-hmm. as he does on guitar. A large part of that show was him and just phenomenal. But it was really cute. Billy Idol's granddaughter, Poppy, was there at the side of the stage. It was her birthday. So oh, we all got happy birthday to Poppy. It was super cute. I'm so glad like I, I saw that part because he posts about her quite a bit on on Instagram and stuff. So it was it, Billy Idol show was great, and they perform a lot. He they they're still out there performing. So it's a well oiled machine. I don't want to. I don't want that to sound like whatever. I, I don't want it to sound like oh, it was just a you know. The point is that the production was great. They're just great. You can tell it's like a few of the bands like Animotion. I'm not sure how many times they performed in recent years. It wasn't a well-oiled machine. I'm not saying they were bad. It just wasn't 
I don't know how much they're out there performing. Whereas you can tell Billy Idol, that's a show. They're doing this. It wasn't just a reunion. He sounds, they, you know, it's, it's, it's just different. Awesome. And we have that clip of that performance. We have a clip of well, on I'm the... sorry, I'm like a hundred miles away. <laughs> it was the closest I could get. It was dark too. So I wish I had gotten closer, but I did catch a little bit of it. So, yeah, and he again, and sounds Idol, great. He, he announced his tour on Monday. So you can catch Billy Idol touring around, I think, North America this summer. Catch a show. It's always great. Awesome. Awesome. Despite all the extra mother nature dealing a cruel cruel blow it sounds like you had fun with the bands that you're able to see i know you you really wanted to catch gary so I'm, i know you were super yeah. excited to see him yeah so the the last one after billy idol iggy i heard iggy pop starting so that was about the point where my body was like yeah you're done so i moved away from billy idol and toward iggy pop and so i was in the middle facing iggy pop watching that and when everything went down. But what I saw of Iggy Pop in the beginning, the, I made a few notes. I, I brought my notebook. I'm a geek, so I brought my notebook with me. But <laughs> some of the notes that I made about Iggy is he's, he, I've seen him before, and he's just masterful. He's a masterful performer still at 76. And he's hobbling around the stage, no shirt on. He never wears a freaking shirt his entire life. And he's great. There's something about him that is still such a great performer. He still sounds great, but there's something about his performance. And the musicians that he surrounds himself with on stage are always phenomenal. I've seen him perform with Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age as his backing band, which, by the way, Josh Homme, I believe, was on the side of the stage because they his son, his younger son, Iggy pulled out on stage and his, I don't know how old his son is now, maybe six, I'm guessing five, six, maybe, yeah, I'm guessing around that age, maybe he's a little older now, but he was doing this little dance on stage and everyone was like, who is that kid? Why did Iggy bring this kid on stage? And that was right before the festival shut down. And then I was like, what? Is that Josh Homme's kid? And then I looked online and sure enough, it was his kids. Josh Homme was there at some point. But he's just masterful. It's so high energy. Whenever I've seen anybody perform with Iggy, the band members are so in awe of him. It brings them to a new level. Like, they perform at their highest level when they are on stage. I, you can just see it. The energy and the way and the musicianship, it's just... It's phenomenal. So I got to see three songs before it got shut down. I think it was during, he was singing Passenger, The Passenger, and Josh Homme's son was, son was dancing to that. And I think that's when it got shut down. So I heard when he came back on Sunday night that he got on stage and said, Deja Vu, I think was the first thing he said. And then I read that he dropped trowel two or three times. I'm like, Yes. Like, <laughs> I just love him. That's him. That's just, he's so awesome. One of the things he said, like, he was just, and you can tell he's so happy to be there. He was just like, hello, everyone. Hey, how are you doing? To the crowd. He's like, and he's, I remember him saying, I wrote this down. He was like, oh, fucking thank you, everyone. I'm so 
fucking happy to be here. He's just, and you know, the feeling is mutual. Like we're we're happy he's there too. So the two that I was really there to see were Gary Newman and Iggy. I'm bummed that it got cut short, but I'm glad that he was able to go back. And I wasn't a Susie disciple back in the day. I do love Susie and the Banshees. I love their music, but I don't, in all honesty, know a lot about her. Didn't really follow her like the people that were there to see her do. You know, the, the Susie to them is like Depeche Mode to be. So that's the level of obsession and love that people were there for Susie. And I'm, I'm, although I wasn't able to see it on Sunday night, I'm really glad. I think over 20,000 people returned, which was way more than I thought. I didn't think there were going to be that many people that were going to be able to return. And there were, there was a huge crowd. So I'm really glad that they did, they were able to schedule that. I think it, that was, I think it's amazing mm-hmm. they were able to pull that off. I have no idea how. And that was at the Rose Bowl, right? It's at Brookside Park next to the Rose Bowl. So it's not in the stadium. There would be seating in the stadium. It's in this huge park right next to the stadium. That, that They do have a number of, I think, concerts and festivals and that kind of thing. So they are accustomed to it. There's, I don't know why the parking isn't better organized. Maybe it's up to each individual festival to organize the parking better, but... They really need a better emergency contingency plan. I think that was loud and clear. I'm sure they have learned that. And I'm sure it will be different for next year. I hope. I would just really hope that they make it into a two-day festival. I don't know that I don't know that I would go back again because of that. Because of the sure stamina that it takes. Unless if it were like if Depeche Mode were playing, I would probably go. Of course I would go. But I don't it just wasn't doable to try to see the number of bands that I wanted to. It just wasn't. Given the stage times, the overlapping times, and the the square miles you have to walk to get to everything. And so I, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I go back. It's really interesting because it's like you have these, these I can imagine the conflict. It's, do I see ABC or Squeeze? I want to see them both, right? <laughs> I know. And I, and then I heard, and then you have FOMO so bad because I heard how good Squeeze was. I'm like, damn, but I did see Love and Rockets. And, and they sounded fun. amazing. They sounded but amazing. They amazing. Yeah. But I miss, so, and ABC, I, and I'm trying to look and see where I might be able to catch some of these artists out on tour this summer, but it's tough to get out and see everybody. That's supposed to be. The beauty of the festival is right. getting to, even though they're shorter sets, getting to see as many people at once. And it's just not really that doable, unfortunately. They're, it's a good problem. There's so many great bands. That's the great news, but it needs to be two days, in my humble opinion. So that's Tammy's two cents. Tammy's weighing in. Crew yeah. World people, if you ever catch our show, make it two days. Get your yes. parking together. Great production. Um, yeah. Maybe work on your security. But otherwise, you know. There were a lot uh, of things they did really well. Right? But but those two things are pretty significant. Yep. The security thing is a big issue. And again, I just think it was the sheer number of people, which again is a good thing. You, the interest is there. Right. The people want to see it. The people want to go. The goth people and the Gen X people want to go. And in that way, like, then make it to, you know, make it, 
you can go the Gen X track and you can see ABC and Squeeze and, and all of these or the full on goth track. But overlapping the two, because I thought about that, I've been thinking about that the last couple of days, like retracing my steps of, well, okay, now that I know what I know, would I do it differently in terms of the bands that I would see? And I'm like, no, because I was there to see the, I couldn't have. If I were there, if I went to Squeeze and ABC and Human League, we didn't even talk about Human League. I heard Human League was phenomenal. People were saying online, like, before they got shut down, they were killing it. Yeah, I so read again, that. Human League, if, you know, out, out touring, I'm going to try to go see him too. I don't know if I can get to him. I'm not even sure what their touring is like this summer. But so if I just went, yeah, Human League, ABC, Let's see. Modern English. I didn't even talk about Oh, wow. English. They were there too. Early on in the day. I saw them last year. So that's why I was like, all right, I can cross them off the list because I just saw them not too long ago. But they were there. So I could have gone that track, but then I would have missed Gary Newman. I would have missed Iggy. I would have missed Love and Rockets. I would have. So, and he really had to make a choice. A lot of people chose Billy Idol. Yeah. Um, but. And, you know, what a good problem to have, great bands, but yeah, you yeah. Know, it's a good great problem band. to have. Yeah, but I imagine the numbers of it all is like, they, you know, you probably didn't make, obviously, the same kind of money, money over two I'm days. Sure, I'm sure it comes down to money. Get some more merch lines. You want to make more money, get some more merch lines. Seriously. Put up another tent, folks. Do it. Uh, or make it available online. Or make and it available online. This is a problem for... All concerts, I've been, like Depeche Mode, I would talked about the hour wait that I waited in line for an hour for Depeche Mode merge and missed the first band entirely, which I, you know, that was cool. I was happy to do. But now I'm starting to see a bigger problem. Like, why don't we pre-order merge and pick it up when we're there? Mm -hmm. You know, like if you don't want to do the shipping and mailing thing, because Cruel World did a bit of that. I think there was a pickup for some people, like in VIP, like a certain kind of ticket you could stand in a shorter line and just go pick up mer I, I don't know how it worked, but there's got to be something better than standing in line for two hours and missing music to buy a t-shirt. Don't we have a better system by now? We, right. can't, we can't streamline this any better. Let's do that. Let's do better. Pull it together, people. Yes. <laughs> so Tammy says so. Please. Oh, I'm sure I wouldn't be the only one either. Please. But you know what? I get the impression, though, that it also create it goes along with the whole concert experience. Oh, my God, we're waiting on line. I think they, they kind of lean into that. And, oh, my God, what's that line? You know what I mean? I agree. But two hours is excessive. Yeah. Oh, yes. Create the demand. Create the line. That's part of the experience. Two hours. Two hours. Over two hours. Come on. In the right. heat. Wearing all black, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> like, really cool world. Come on, lighten this theme up a little bit, right? Maybe that was the point. It was cruel. Maybe all of this was the point. It was supposed to be cruel. I'm having an epiphany right now. Like that fire it festival. It was supposed to be this way. It was supposed to torture us. I'm starting to see it now. How bad do you want to be here? Yes. Tammy, I'm so glad that you made it so we can get that uh, that firsthand uh, 
reenactment, uh, recount, whatever the word is of that experience, <laughs> hearing the painful steps that you took. And I'm so glad you're able to see, you know, the accident. Literally, see. The, Literally the painful. Yeah. yeah. Soaking your feet in ebbs and salts afterwards. I know it was worth it. And um, what a what a crazy bunch of circumstances. I'm just glad that no one was injured or hurt or anything along those lines. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Because it could have been worse with people. That's what I mean. Just stampeding. It could have been so much. And that's, this is a good thing too. There were no riots. There was no stampede. There was no panic. There was no, probably because people didn't really, but imagine if it were something else. Yeah. And if there were an actual panic, the crowd was great. There was no, I didn't, and all day for that matter, didn't see any fighting, didn't, see, there were no mush pits. Gone. This is an heavy metal. It was, it was, overall, it was a good crowd. It was a good vibe. It was, it, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty chill, goth, low key. But so in that respect, it was good. And thank God no one was hurt. And the storm didn't roll in and nobody got struck by lightning. And there, I mean, there are a lot of good things. There are, there are a lot of great things that came out of the day. And awesome. some learning as well. <laughs> Remember, folks, pack your Ben Gay and your portable walker. And if, if, I do go, if, I, if there is another one next year and if I do go, there will be a different strategy. I can say that for sure. I have to say, hats off to you for taking a picture of where your car parked. I have never done that. And that's such a great thing to do. I did it at the airport, too. And thank God, because I parked in a new airport spot. And I took, oh, I'm just, I got to pat myself on the back. I don't know how. I did it because I was so scattered, just trying to get there. I couldn't think. So I'm just like, I'm just going to have to go. I took a photo of the spot. I took a photo of the level, the garage. I had to take a tram. When I got off the tram, I took a photo of where the tram got off. I take photos. Every That's the first time I've really ever done that. And thank God, because I was dead coming back the next morning, dead tired, no idea where I parked, what I did, limping through the airport to get to my car the next morning. And thank God, I was just like, oh, look at these photos. I took genius. It was just. As I was completely stressed and out of my mind, and it was early in the morning, and my brain hadn't kicked in. So that's the only reason I didn't really give it a lot of thought. It was more of survival. But tips for anyone, take a photo of where you park. It comes, or oh. some people are saying drop a pin. Mm -hmm. I don't know I, I'm not, you know, I don't know that, well, I guess it would have helped me, but kind of a photo person, that helped me. Mm. No, that's awesome. That's just great advice, because I've never done that I'm, you know when i park i'm like 4g what can i for garland you know i'm trying to put some association with them either write it down right. girl or take a picture make it simple keep it simple folks that's a great strategy and maybe you had some instinct of you know what this day might be maybe. a little hectic you know what i'm saying yeah i yeah thank you instincts because i must have something yeah. else to go over especially when the sound cut out for iggy i just knew Head for the exit now. They're shutting this shit down. Get out now. <laughs> Get out now. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Well, I'm so glad you made it and made it back safely and you weren't yes. injured Happy or anything. Report. Happy to report. Happy to report. Making for some great, great content for our channels. So thank you so much for braving all of that and getting out there. <laughs> really, yeah. girl, because, you know, I'm just here. I'm just living vicariously through your experiences, right? I <laughs> Oh, I'm out there anyway, so it's fun. It's fun to report it. It's really fun to, 
to have an outlet to talk about this and to connect with other people. And I would love to hear anybody who's watching, if you were there, please comment on your experience below. I would love to hear it. And you, we would love to hear it. And also, if you weren't there, would you go? <laughs> what do you think? How would you handle some of these situations? We're doing this to connect with people. We really want to connect with anyone watching the show. And so please comment and like, share, and subscribe. Absolutely. And check out all the other clips that Tammy has up of Love and Rockets, Billy Idol. And is there a Gary Newman clip up there too? And Gary Newman. Yes. There's Gary Newman. Yes. Perfect. Great. That is a wrap. That is the cruel world wrap up. And I'm just so happy that you made it. You found your car. You got back home. I'm sorry you missed Marilyn, though. That would have been, that would have been a, like to top off that whole event. That would have been great. You and Marilyn having a drink or something or her massaging your soul oh, muscles. Oh, Shirley. Shirley. Oh, Shirley. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shirley. Shirley Manson. You're like Marilyn. Man like well, Shirley. I've seen garbage in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for my next mm. report. I'm seeing, I'll be seeing Shirley. I don't know that we'll be having drinks together, <laughs> but I'm um, seeing Shirley and garbage along with Noel Gallagher in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned. I'll be reporting on that. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, we're getting, we're gearing up for our Women of Rock Summer of Fun. So please keep coming back and checking out our content as our girl Tammy is out there hitting the world tour and uh, carrying her Ben Gay and Walker. And we're loving it all, girl. <laughs> loving it all. And we'll see you next time. And our phrase is be kind, rock on, and be good people. I think that about sums it up. And take pictures of where you parked and pin it too. That's right. And take pictures of where you park. And we'll <laughs> see you next time. See you next time. Woo! -hoo!